It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Nationals got together for game two of their three-game weekday set. Trevor Rogers versus Josh Rogers. Rogers, for the Marlins, was looking for his eighth win of the season. Well, a rough night for the fellas here at Lone Depot Park in Miami. It's not easy to win a ball game when you muster all of a simple run on five hits and commit three errors defensively. You tack on to that. When you go 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position, you leave six on base. It's really, really hard to win a baseball game. And the Marlins could not overcome a bunch of errors in the field tonight, the Nationals win game two, 7-1. They win the season series, and they lock this three-game weekday tilt right up at one apiece. Josh Rogers versus Trevor Rogers, a battle of the dueling Rogers, and it was a repeat of last week's uh, ball game up at the nation's capital. Trevor Rogers checked into the game for the Marlins with seven wins, seven losses, and a 271 ERA. For the Nationals is lefty Rogers, Josh Rogers, one win, no losses, and a 260 ERA. Come to find out, he would get the best of Trevor Rogers tonight. Josh Rogers was sensational. Trevor Rogers did a nice job for the Marlins. Let's uh, walk you through this ball game tonight. We were scoreless through three. Really was not a whole lot going early. Trevor Rogers had to work around a hit in the first, uh, two hits in the second. Then he settled right in. He would not allow another hit until the fifth inning. As for Josh Rogers, he uh, he was pretty darn good in his own right. A uh, hit in the first inning, a hit in the second inning. And again, this thing was scoreless through three, through four. And through four and a half until the Marlins finally broke a scoreless tie with one out, nobody out of the fifth inning. Nick Fortes facing Josh Rogers. Nothing and two on Nick Fortes, the pitch. And he puts a charge into one to left field. It is up, up and away, a home run. And it's one to nothing Marlins as Fortes has hit his second major league home run. He is the first Marlin ever in his first two starts to go deep in both starts. Believe it or not, that is true. The first Marlin ever to hit a home run in his first two starts of his major league career. The Marlins had a one nothing lead after five in this ballgame. And uh, we have talked time and time again uh, about the importance of a shutdown inning for a pitcher when your team gets you a run. Well, that would not exactly come to fruition for Trevor Rogers and the Marlins at the top of the sixth inning, and this is where it's got sloppy in this ball game tonight. Rogers walked Alcides Escobar to lead off the sixth. He struck out Juan Soto, which is always a king size out. With Josh Bell batting, Bell smashed the ball towards short. Rojas couldn't handle it cleanly. He was charged with an error. There were two aboard with one out in the sixth inning. Trevor Rogers facing the switch-hitting young catcher, Kbert Ruiz. Ruiz, the batter, he's their catcher. Switch hitter batting right. Here's the pitch. And Ruiz hits one through the left side. And Escobar's been waved to third. Here comes the throw. It comes through. It's offline. Big collision at the plate. 
the base runner Escobar bowled over Nick Fortas who didn't have the ball and just ran right into him and they're both down at home plate. It was a nasty looking collision. Fortes went down in the heap. So too did Alcides Escobar. The good news is that both of them stayed in the game. Both of them would end up okay. So Kbert Ruiz got the sixth inning started for the Nationals. The following hitter, the left-handed hitting left fielder, Yadiel Hernandez kept. Two balls, no strikes to Hernandez. The pitch grounded to the left side. Off the glove of Miggy, out into left field, and the Nationals take the lead. Josh Bell is home to score, and the Nats have a 2-1 to lead on a ball hit off the glove of Miguel Rojas that made its way out into left. Well, they didn't stop there. Following Yadiel Hernandez was the veteran right-handed hitting third baseman Jordy Mercer. Mercer trying to avoid the hat trick here, and he does. He lines the ball sharply into the gap in right center, and the center fielder, De La Cruz, cuts it off. Coming around third is Ruiz. He'll score. The throw to second base is in time to get Mercer trying to get in there. So that's out number two, but the run scores. Ruiz home with their third run of the inning. And just to cap it off for good measure, Luis Garcia hitting eighth for Davey Martinez's Nationals tonight. Put the finishing touches on a big sixth inning for Washington. And in addition to the walk and the wild pitch and the errors, Three consecutive hits by the Nationals. Ground ball to Miggy, and it's in and out of his glove. He smothers it, diving out towards center field, and another run will score. I should mention that Trevor Rogers was removed after the RBI single by Yadiel Hernandez. Anthony Bass coughed up the RBI singles to Mercer and Luis Garcia. When it was all said and done, four runs, four hits, two errors in the sixth inning by Miami. The Nationals leave one on base and come to find out that would be plenty, plenty, plenty for the Washington Nationals in the middle game of this three-game weekday till tonight. After that, uh, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was not easy to come by a hit for the Marlins. Mentioned Josh Rogers was just cruising. He allowed a hit in the first, two in the second. And then he settled right in, did not allow a hit in the third, did not allow a hit in the fourth. He allowed the home run to Fortes in the fifth inning. He kept it rolling after that. He tossed a scoreless sixth, a scoreless seventh. He started the eighth. He got the first two men out. Then he allowed a single and a walk to Jazz Chisholm before he was removed in favor of Andres Machado. Machado walked Brian De La Cruz. Sierra pinch ran. The Marlins had the bases loaded with two outs in the eighth inning. Jesus Sanchez was batting, but he hit a ball hard to the right side, fielded cleanly, and they forced out Sierra at second base. The Marlins uh, left them loaded in the bottom of the eighth inning, and that was the biggest threat that they would muster the rest of the way in this ballgame tonight outside of the Nick Fortes home run in the bottom of the fifth inning. Mason Thompson came on, closed things out with a 1-2-3 bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, as for the Washington Nationals, top of the ninth inning, they uh, got plenty more with Taylor Williams on the mound for the Miami Marlins. Williams came into the ball game. Jordy Mercer flew out to right field. Luis Garcia singled. Uh, then a pinch hitter, Andrew Stevenson, popped up to second base. The Nationals had a man on with two outs in the ninth inning. But then Lane Thomas walked. Alcides Escobar collected himself a two-run double. Juan Soto, a run-scoring double. Josh Bell walked. And the Nationals played it three more in the top of the ninth inning on three hits, no errors, two men left on base. And they beat the Miami Marlins by a final score of 7-1. to 
at Lone Depot Park tonight. Final totals for you from this ball game this evening as the Nationals even up this three-game series. Seven runs, nine hits, no errors for the Washington Nationals. One run, five hits, three errors by the Miami Marlins. Josh Rogers beats Trevor Rogers. Josh Rogers improves to 2-0. He's got a tidy 2.16 ERA. Trevor Rogers falls to 7-8. He's got a 2.67 ERA. But Trevor Rogers in this ballgame tonight, five and a third innings, four hits, four runs, just one earned run. Way too sloppy defensively by the Marlins tonight. They had no chance to win this ballgame when uh, – you, you, you just can't handle yourself accordingly in the field, and it ended up costing him big time. Rodgers walked two, struck out ten. He tied a career high in this ballgame. Uh, the pitch count elevated on him. Rodgers ended up throwing 96 pitches, 60 strikes, as Kelly and Dave both mentioned. The velo was back tonight. That was good after his last outing. Um, but Rodgers, four runs, just one earned, two walks, a career-high tying 10 strikeouts facing the Washington Nationals tonight. Uh, Miguel Rojas collected a couple of hits. So, too, did Nick Fortes, who now in his very, very young big league career, sent in 556 through a couple of games. He had another home run tonight, his second in the big leagues. The Marlins fall to 64 and 87. The Nationals improved to 62 and 89. Rodgers beats Rodgers. The Nationals beat the Marlins 7 1. Miami goes 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. They leave six men on base. The Nationals capitalize on a bunch of Marlins' defensive miscues. They were 6-for-9 with runners in scoring position. They left 7 on base. Josh Rogers, 7 and two thirds strong innings of one-run ball, five hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. I should mention, too, when Josh Rogers struck out Jazz Chisholm Jr. in the bottom of the third inning, he did the little Euro step off the mound. That's Jazz's little thing when he hits a home run and crosses home plate. He Euro steps and touched the plate. Well, Rogers struck out Chisholm. And he did a little Euro step on him right off the mound. It looked like the two of them had a little fun with it when Rodgers came out of the ballgame with two outs there in the bottom of the eighth inning. We uh, started this one at 641 tonight, ended at 943. Total game time, three hours and two minutes. That played in front of 5,926 at Lone Depot Park tonight. So the Marlins fall to the Nationals 7-1 at Lone Depot Park last night. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly afterwards. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, Donnie, just, you know, the top of the sixth for the Nationals. I know a couple of really close plays, a couple of errors, too, though. Is that kind of the toughest thing about that sixth is is maybe it's a spot where the damage could have been limited? Yeah, for sure. You always want to limit the damage. Um, I thought Trevor obviously was really good tonight. His stuff was, you know, obviously, you know, a lot sharper than at their at their place. Uh, rolling right along. I thought the leadoff walk kind of hurt him, but then even that, um, you know, he gets the punch out with Soto, which you're, you're thinking, you know, you're seeing his stuff is still real good. And then three ground ball basically hits or hits airs, whatever, whatever they were, but just balls that, you know, any one of those could have been a two ball in there somewhere to get you out of that inning and just seemed like it, it kept getting extended. And then their guy, Josh Rogers, second time you've seen him, uh, haven't really been able to get much going offensively against him. What has seemed to be the biggest struggle with that matchup in particular? I actually thought we were a lot better tonight. There were a number of balls we hit on the nose, I thought, happened to be right at people. It was one of those games for me, like that sixth was like a perfect indication of what happened on our side. You know, Miggy leads off with, a, I think, a hit or a, or a walk there. 
the pitcher makes a great play on Jazz, and then the ball hit up the middle. I think De La Cruz hits. They make a play there. You know, it just seemed like that turned the game right there, and we never really got anything going. I did think we hit – I thought we hit some balls well. Uh, it seemed to be right at people. Um, so, but again, you have to give him credit. Obviously, he kept us off balance, uh, and anything we did hit good, it seemed to be at somebody. Christina? Yeah, Donnie, you mentioned briefly about Trevor. Just what in particular, you know, it seemed almost like vintage Trevor, you know, earlier in the season. What was he doing that was making him effective? No, I, th- I thought he, he kind of handled the counts. He put himself in good counts. He had extra fastball today. You could see his, he was kind of back into what he was, you know, what we see a lot more of that 96, 97 range where, you know, that extra zip puts you in trouble as a hitter and then, it just changes the off speed. I thought his slider was good tonight. Uh, he threw some good change-ups. But as much as anything, I thought he, he located his fastball tonight, got it to the top of the zone. Um, just puts guys more of a bind when you can throw that fastball at the top, then you have the change-up slider going down. So um, he was definitely a lot sharper. It's probably as sharp as he's been in the second half. Outside of that, Atlanta, they, he was pretty good over there for four innings. So two out of his last three have been like his stuff has been really good in uh, a lot of clean innings and then just have that one inning there that kind of, you know, gets away from him there a little bit. And then just with Nick Fortes uh, continues to show, you know, at the plate, but then also seems to be some pass balls. What are you seeing from both ends of that spectrum? Well, I'm going to talk to, I really would like to talk to Eddie first, you know, and just kind of see what he sees. Uh, you know, through the game tonight, you know, he'll, I'm sure he'll review the video of some of this. They're not all on, on him again, like the other night, there's some balls that are, that are, you know, are, aren't going to be catchable. Um, so I'll talk to Eddie, see what's going on with that. I know Nick's had a really good year receiving and blocking and everything. Um, part of it may just be not seeing some of our guys. Uh, you want him to, you know, understand our guys. Uh, so from that end of it, to talk to Eddie offensively, a lot really more of what we didn't get to see a lot of it at bats in spring, but the way he works is, is short to the ball. It's pretty clean. He doesn't try to do too much, even though he's hit some homers. It's like he gets the barrel there. Um, you know, he, he is able to keep that front side in there to create some length in his swing. And to me, it's a swing. It's pretty simple. And, and you think you feel like it's going to work. Um, yeah, that's what I see from the offensive side. Daniel Alvarez. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, Donnie, continuing with, with Fortis, what did you see in that play in the sixth inning? Uh, I think it was that throw came from, from Brinson and uh, when Alcides and, and him collided at, at home plate. Yeah, it looked like everything just got there together. I think that ball kind of faded on Lou. Um, you know, came in and looked like it had some tail to it, raining right back into the play. And, you know, it seemed like everything just kind of came together. It looks like the throw kind of just leaned him into the runner just a little bit there. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 7-1 loss to the Washington Nationals last night. Game three of this series in the finale in this season series for the Marlins and the Nationals comes your way at 640 this evening. Eliasa Hernandez versus the young promising right-hander Josiah Gray for the Washington Nationals. 640 first pitch, 610 airtime with the Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay. 
Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.